the world's favorite tax collector who became a follower of Jesus. Join me, Pastor Hook, as we go through 28 days of Matthew. Uh, say hello on Facebook. Type your name, or, or you don't have to type your name. You can say hello that you're joining us. Uh, give words of encouragement. That'd be awesome. And um, yesterday we had an amazing uh, visit by Amtrak. <laughs> I was sitting here talking to you, and I have a window right here that looks out, and Amtrak goes by. And I love Amtrak, and that was so exciting. And it was like a, one of those uh, squirrel moments, uh, which I shouldn't do because um, I'm in the middle of a Bible study for crying out loud, but, but I can't help myself because we love Amtrak. Anyway, so... Today we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6. So get your Bible out and uh, we're going to go through Matthew chapter 6. It is, uh, it is part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 are Sermon on the Mount. So we had the genealogy of Jesus, the visit of the wise men. Jesus starts his public ministry uh, and he says, Metanoiate, uh, repent, uh, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And this metanoiate isn't Repent because you're sorry for your sins, but metanoiate means change your mind. Uh, Luther said, come to your senses uh, because uh, I'm going to tell you things about the kingdom that you've never heard before. And so listen to me. And then he spends three years uh, teaching what that is. And now we go right into what some of those teaching are. That's the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Well, today we're in Matthew 6. And in Matthew 6, Jesus is attacking... Um, how do I say Jesus is attacking self-righteousness. And what do I mean by self-righteousness? The Pharisees and the Sadducees are self-righteous people, right? They know what the law is. They know the Ten Commandments. They know all the laws of the Old Testament. They even, um, you know, uh, create barriers in their society to make sure people don't even remotely come to violating the laws in the Old Testament. And so you get these you get these things where you can't work you know you can't walk on a certain number of paces a day and and all the things that kind of surround that and all those laws are basically to protect people from not doing you know the main law in the Old Testament and uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees though they were um, people who absolutely followed the law they they knew that they were following the law and people looked up to them because they were following the law they knew the law. So if you said, hey, can I do this or this? They were the people you would go to and say, yes, you can do that, or no, you can't do that. They were basically the, the religious leaders of Jerusalem. And people looked to them uh, for answers on what they should or shouldn't do. But also, these people were very, very self-righteous. As a matter of fact, they were so, um, they, they knew the law so well and they followed the law so well that they themselves began to believe that they were following the law, that based upon who they were and how wonderful they were and how self-righteous they were, that they were kind of God's favorite people, right? And God doesn't play favorites. God loves all people equally. Uh, if you are in the kingdom, he, you are his precious and, and loved child. And um, if you don't know the law perfectly and if you don't even follow the law perfectly, um, you should strive for that, but nobody can. See, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they thought they could. Uh, and so Jesus was very brutal, um, spoke very many brutal things to the Pharisees and Sadducees um, because they were so self-righteous. 
And so uh, as Jesus is teaching the Sermon on the Mount, then he talks about uh, how we shouldn't be self-righteous, that nobody is self-righteous. Nobody is as acceptable to God. Nobody can stand before God and say, I'm perfect because none of us are perfect. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees, well, they kind of were. They were self-righteous. They were trying to prove to the world and to themselves that they could do it on their own. And that's basically, you know, the sin that was in the garden. I can do it. I don't need God. Um, and we just, as humans, we have this uncanny ability to uh, promote ourselves. Um, we want to look good in the eyes of other people, right? That's, that's, that's self-righteousness at some level, right? Uh, whatever it is that we have or that we do or our job or our education or our family or, you know, all these different things that can define us, um, we cling to those and say, this is why I'm an acceptable person. And what Jesus says, what Jesus always says is you are an acceptable person because you're in the kingdom. I'm the king. I have chosen you. You are in the kingdom. Now live as a child of the king. I mean, and what greater thing is there in life to know that you are loved by God? And all these other things are secondary to living in the kingdom. So Jesus is going to talk to, about that this morning. And uh, he has just a different bunch of ways that people show their own self-righteousness. Okay? So we're going to begin in chapter 6, verse 1. And so uh, Jesus says, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So again, Jesus is saying, um, beware when you practice your self-righteousness. If you're looking inward to yourself to say, this is why I'm such a wonderful person, beware of that. Because at some point, you might uh, look so far inward to say, I'm so far wonderful, that you lose kind of the humanity of humanity and you don't help the world around you. You say, well, I'm so wonderful. Who cares about everybody else? Be careful practicing your righteousness in front of others. So then he goes on. This is uh, verse 2, Jesus. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues on, on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret, then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So what Jesus is saying is, is that one of the ways we show our self-righteousness, you know, the one of the ways that we parade around to the world that we're so great and nobody else is, right? Or that, at least that we're so great, is that when we give, um, particularly to the needy, right? That, that we kind of elevate ourselves and let it be known to other people, hey, I just gave food to the food bank today. I just... I just donated to this cause today, right? And, and we kind of pat ourselves on the back to say, look at how great we are because of this wonderful thing we did. And it's only human and it's only natural. Uh, you know, I've, I've been involved in very many different nonprofit organizations. And, um, and 